Welcome everyone to episode five of High Scores and High Spots, your home for all things video games and professional wrestling. I am Ryan, and with me is the current reigning predictions champion. As you can see, it is no more in my house. Uh, he is my older brother, Nathan. I'm glad you're counting these episodes because I'm not. <laughs> Uh, we've got a fun episode for you all. We are going to be talking the Nintendo Direct, which was way better than we thought it was going to be. We're also going to be doing a very fun uh, history of gaming. We talk about a game uh, some of you may not have heard of, but a very interesting game um, and a very interesting backstory. Also going to be doing some wrestling talk as we talk Raw and NXT, doing the results there and talking a little bit of news on that. So... Let's jump on into this video game, Nathan. Let's pick up the sticks and let's uh, let's let's mash some buttons as we talk uh, some video games. And uh, let's start with that Nintendo Direct Mini. Um, we weren't really sure if you listened to the Monday or the Tuesday show. We weren't really sure what we we're going to see on this, and we didn't have high hopes. Um, but some cool stuff was announced, and some stuff that I'm actually kind of looking forward to. So um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, we started we start off with something we've seen a crap ton of, and that's uh Monster Hunter Rise expansion sunbreak. Uh I mean there ain't nothing else that they can show us of this that we haven't already seen. And uh I'm looking forward to it. I might play it for a little bit. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't played a whole lot of Monster Hunter Rise. I started it way back when it first came out. I got excited for it. I played it for a little while. But uh yeah, I might check out some expansion just to see what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, that was the first thing shown. It was, uh, yeah, I mean, it, like you said, it, this is coming out June 30th, so it'll be out uh, today as you listen to this. Um, so, cool. Uh, the next thing show was, n- how do you say this, Near? Nier? Yeah, Near near Replicant. Uh, uh, the uh, End of Yorha edition yeah, uh, yeah finally making its way to switch it's atomica um, atomica yeah uh it is the cult uh game action rpg um uh yeah the first one came out on the 360 Damn. one of the few rpgs on the 360 um uh, so it is finally making its return or its debut on the switch but no real date was announced um but it will be here um or is it already out? Is this one of those games? It may have been it may have been a stealth drop. I don't think so though. Um, All I know is you know this this October is gonna 6th. be a trend. This is gonna be a trend uh with uh with these Nintendo directs is uh, especially the third party ones. You're gonna see games coming yes. to the Switch that have been out for a very long time. Um this it will be out on no October sixth is when it it will come out on the Switch. So we got a little bit uh before that actually comes out. Uh, then we had Lorelei and the Laser Eyes. Um, a puzzle game that this looked weird. Yeah. Um, this, was, this was different. Looked very hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's made by the same people that made Sayonara Wild Hearts, um, which was a music game. Uh, this will be out sometime in 2023. No actual release date given. Uh, but this looks hard, and it was very, very different than stuff I've seen before. <laughs> but it looked this. It looked good. I mean, it you know, it may not be my type of game, but it looked fun. Um, it might be something worth checking out. Um, right. Super Bomberman R two. Um, so this is the first Bomberman that's going to be out on the Switch. Um, it's also going to be out on PS four, PS five, Xbox Series X, Xbox One. Um, it'll be on the Switch sometime in 2023. Um, so it's a brand new Super Bomberman game. Which we haven't had in a little bit. So it'll be interesting to see a new Bomberman. I've not never really been a Bomberman fan. I've never really played Bomberman. So it's not something that I'm too familiar with. Um, it's only fun if you have a lot of friends. Yeah. It's like a running maze type of game. So. It's a puzzle, kind of a puzzle game. It's yeah. a party game. Yeah. So, uh, but it'll be coming out to all consoles. Uh, it'll be out in 2023 at some point. So, 
Yeah, nobody Again. expected this one. This is a big franchise that we did not see this game coming. That, that was kind of weird that nobody predicted that or nobody had reported on it. Yeah, and it's not just for Switch, too. That's why it's weird that this was not announced like no one heard of this before because it's coming to every console. Right. So it's weird that this wasn't like leaked or uh, like there was something about it. It's just randomly out of nowhere on the, the Nintendo Direct. It's like, here you go. <laughs> this game people may have wanted for a long time is coming. So. Yeah, low-key low, low Bomberman. I feel really stupid saying low-key, by the way, because I'm, <laughs> I'm an old man. But Bomberman has been going on since the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't get a lot of recognition, but damn, that franchise is strong. Yeah, it's been out. It first made its appearance in 1993. So, yeah, it's been a... Uh... It was on. It was a launch title, uh, Super Bomberman R. So the this is a sequel to that. It was a launch title uh, for the Switch in 2017. So it's been since 2017 since we've gotten the Super Bomberman game, and so this is the sequel to Super Bomberman R. So um, yeah, again, a pretty big franchise that has a following that I'm surprised no one's ever heard of. <laughs> they didn't know this was coming. Like, yeah, crazy. Uh, speaking yeah. of another um, big franchise, um, we had the announcement of Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Um, yeah, this is a compilation of a bunch of uh, Game Boy Advance games, Ryan. I know how much you love the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, I'm so familiar with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is a collection of uh, Mega Man games. It's more of a... Uh, more of a strategy kind of games yeah, not really not not traditional Bomberman games or uh mega man games by any imagination yeah it's not it's not the typical about mega man it's uh um yeah it, it's, it's a different style um but you know hey it's it's a big game it's these collections are a new thing this year um as we've seen it with sonic with this turtles game coming out uh, now mega man um the the collection of old games is in this year so um everybody this year or next so i guess everyone's gonna jump on the trend <laughs> i mean that's that's the new thing we're gonna make a collection of all of our games in one so all right um and then we had a weird game which i did not expect either uh pac-man world repack um it's a 3d platforming pac-man game um his wife and kids get uh Gets captured by the ghosts and he has to to rescue him. Um, this looked this looked different. <laughs> looked pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, it was out. Yeah, this was a GameCube game. Uh, they made more than one of them, I believe. Uh, Pac-Man World games. And uh, yeah, that's this was out of nowhere. Like yeah. a GameCube game getting remastered. Like what the hell? Yeah. Um. So um, it'll be out August twenty sixth. Um, I'm not sure yeah. if it's going to be a Switch exclusive um, or if it's going to be out for all consoles, but it is going to be out August 26th. Um, so, yeah, again, the, a big I franchise. I think this would probably be on most consoles. I would, I would assume think. this is, yeah, this is probably going to be uh, everything. Um, but, again, another big franchise getting remade or a new game, and uh, that was the theme for this uh for a lot of this Nintendo Direct was, hey, these old franchises that we haven't talked about in a while are all getting either remade or new games or collections or something. Yes, it will be out on everything, by the way. So, um, all right, we had Blank, uh, a puzzle game. I believe it's I, I believe it's called Blanc. Oh, Blanc. Um, this kinda like, was kind of like Blanca White. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because it's black and white. Um. I this is a puzzle game, 3D weird. Uh, it's got a story. This reminded but it's also me. Yeah, it reminded me kind of. Uh, it takes two. Not really. It takes two. It kind of reminded me more of a, uh, of a, uh, all oh, the mo the game where you play as a string guy, guys made out of string. Oh, what was the name of that game? Uh, uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. What was it called? Unravel. Uh, Unravel, yes. It, it kind of reminded me of that kind of style it, of game. It, it did. It did look like that, yeah. Uh, 
Interesting. Artsy Farts. It's like a deer. I think it's a deer. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, it looked like it's a deer and a fox, which yeah, it, why are they get, why are they getting along? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's a black and white world, kind of gray, not a well, bonk, um, monochrome-ish kind of game. Um, it's, it's basically, you have to walk around and solve puzzles. and um, So, I mean, it looks interesting. It, it does look like, a, you know, it looks maybe pretty fun, but... Um, yeah, it'll be out February of 2023. So, um, speaking of another big franchise, again, this is this is the this was a big franchise. Return to Monkey Island. Um, Monkey Island was a pretty big hit back in the mm. day um, that a lot of people uh, loved, um, and we have got Return to Monkey Island, which was unexpected. Honestly, I don't think a lot of people thought we were going to see a new Monkey Monkey Island game. Um, yeah, but it is coming out uh, sometime later this year. Um, it was first announced back in April, but we actually got a look at it. Um, not much of a look, but we did get a look at it. Um, so we'll see how it looks. I, I was again, Monkey Island was not a series that I had played a whole lot of. I, I've heard a lot about it. Um, but so it point, was, point and click adventure, right? I think so. Yeah, it was. It was one of those like it was a PC game, wasn't it? I'm, it was it was not a lot of movement. Uh, it was more of a yeah, like a it's an adventure game, but it was more important click and um it was more of a it was best known for it on the computer. It was out on other systems, but it was more for computer. So um be interesting to see how they take it in a new direction here and with this next gen technology. Again, yeah. a franchise we didn't expect to see on this. So again, there's a lot of a lot of big stuff on this for Nintendo Direct that you know, quite frankly, I was not expecting to see. Yeah. Uh, speaking of another big thing, Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. So a, a sequel to the Mario and Rabbids game from, I was about the launch, right? Yeah, this came out uh, 2017. Yeah, this was a launch title or yeah. in the launch year. Yeah. So uh, again, we've got another game uh, that we didn't expect to see. Um, it would. It would. Uh, this one was expected, Ron. This one's been announced for a long time. Well, I mean, we got to look at it. Um, it's out uh, October something. Sometime in October. Yeah, so that's your October game. So now the only only month available that we don't know is August uh, for at least one game per month from Nintendo, which it could be, like we said, Advanced Wars could come out then. Just uh, maybe they won't even make a big hoopla about it because of, yeah. you know, and then uh, it'll come out and there you go. Um, Ryan, so it's this Sparks of Hope also got a big event the next day, which is today when we're recording this, um, where they showed off more of the game. And there is a lot to do in this game. I think this game's going to be a lot longer than the first game. And uh, mm. it's going to be a lot more in depth. It's gonna. It might not be as easy to pick up and play as the first one, honestly. Yeah, uh, it's it's turn based. Um, at, it, I think at, this one. I think this one's gonna have a learning curve. I think you're gonna have to learn a lot of shit before you can play this one. Yeah, um, yeah. The first one was kind of easy. To, I mean, it, it gets hard. The first game did. Um, uh, Bowser is shown at the end, so I guess Bowser is gonna be on the team this time. Um, each each character has their own unique abilities. It's turn based, so um, if you're into that kind of game, this might be pretty fun. Um, I did play the first one, and I actually did enjoy the first one, so I might pick this up too because it's a different kind of game to play. You know, I don't play a lot of turn based game, but it's Mario and Rabbids, so it's not like too serious, and it's it's fun, and um, so you know, it might be worth picking up. Yeah, did you beat that game? I did not yet. I have to. I have to pick it back up and try to beat it because I got stuck and I did not beat it yet. So, all right. Um. All right. Uh, the next game we're out was Little Noah: Scion of Paradise. Um. Another fantasy RPG. Um. Game. So, and it's uh, apparently available now. Hmm. So there you go. Oh, you know. They did the uh, creator, the developers described it as a casual game. So I guess it's a game you can kind of just pick up and kind of. I don't think they expect you to put too much time into it, I guess. But it's right. a fantasy RPG. So if you're into that kind of um, 
style and it, it's like a side a little bit of a side scrolling too it's it's got some elements to it honestly it looks pretty fun the art style looks beautiful it looks beautiful so um rail grade was announced um it's about trains <laughs> this was probably the one game that uh, a lot of people were like yeah aim for me yeah, um, it's about building your own train empire. Um, ah, this one, this one was probably the the miss of the whole thing here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think a lot of people were like itching for a train game. Yeah. Um, RPG time, The Legend of Right, um, another RPG game, uh, but it hand drawn. Um, you play as a hand drawn character, so it, it's got a different art style. Um, and you use your, like, your writing utensils to help solve puzzles. So it's got a different look and a different take on the RPG element. Um, the game will be available August 18th. So if you're an RPG fan, you've got plenty of RPGs coming out. Yeah, you can tell that this uh, direct was more on the Japanese fan side than the United States fan side. Yes. Um, Just um, Then we had another look at sonic frontiers so um, this look was a lot better yes than any other look we've got which it's like um sega you had your own sonic events your own sega events hey and you couldn't show confirmed. off your yeah but <laughs> and you couldn't show you couldn't show off your game better than what nintendo did like yeah. what what a um, weird time we're living in where Nintendo does a better job showing off a Sega game than Sega. Um, enemies are confirmed, so we can confirm now that there are enemies in this game. <laughs> For a while there, we weren't sure. Um, but yeah. It, it, it was a way better look than we've gotten at anything in this game before, so still it's up in the air of what... It was still choppy from yeah. what they shown. Uh, a lot of popping and stuff, so... We'll see how it is when it comes out. It's, they say it's coming out this year, but man, from these it's from these trailers, man. yeah, from these trailers, it looks. Yeah, it's still up in the air about whether or not this game is going to be good, um, yeah. and, and whether or not they're going to be able to do it the way they want to do it. It's another open world game, and the last Sonic, you know, Sonic's. Like, we've talked about uh, people talked about you know Sonic being open world is I just don't know. Um, we'll see if it see if it works. Again, they said available this holiday, so which would be October through December. Right? All right. So, so a couple months here. We'll I'm sure we'll see more in the coming months. Um, but this was a way better look than we've gotten. So it's, it's like you said, it's amazing that Nintendo got a better look at this than Sega did when Sega had their own Sonic fucking thing, and they should have showed it there. But um, Disney Dreamlight Valley. Um, this was just a Disney game. This is uh, looks like a Disney version of The Sims, is what I think it is. It, yeah, or Animal Crossing or something or, yeah. like that. It's yeah. like you just hang out with Disney characters. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I might pick this up for my kid. Uh, <laughs> it's like, um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's like a you're just you're like a sim and you just walk around helping out Disney characters. So uh-huh. that's the game. I don't know how much of us you build houses and you plant stuff and yeah, it's 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 Sims, Sardew Valley in this in the in the Disney world. You've got characters from Little Mermaid, Lion King, Moana, Mickey Mouse, Wally's there, Frozen. So I don't know. Um, it'll be uh, September sixth. We'll be going into early access on September sixth. So. Uh, live alive. Uh, it's live is, alive. Actually, is what the guy alive. said. Live Alive. Uh, this was a 16-bit Super Famicom RPG, um, and it'll be making its first Western release on July 22nd. Yeah, this game looks interesting, Ryan. There's a level that you you're gonna like. Uh, it is an RPG game, but one of the one of the uh, six levels uh, is a is you play as a luchador. Wow, awesome. Um, so. I think you should play this game, right? I might check it out. Um, you could actually start playing the first three chapters now, um, oh. which is like a little little stealth drop there. Uh, you can play the first two chapters, and then the full game will be released July 22nd. So a little bit about a month away, and this game will be released. Uh, I will probably pick this up. 
it, you know, I don't play many RPGs, so why not try one that's, you know, never been seen in the Western world before? Well, not only that, Ryan, but it's like you, you go through six time periods and then they all intertwine at the end. Like they yeah, all we, come together. We saw the first look at this a, uh, like last year or a couple months ago, one of their directs. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we finally got a better look at it and finally got a release date. So, yeah, this is, yeah, it's a time traveling RPG, which is crazy. And it came out on the Super Famicom, which is insane. <laughs> like that they had they yeah. were able to pull this off back then. The Japanese, man, I tell you what, they're they're the, the games that they had were way better than the games that we had. Yeah, well, yeah. Um Dorimon, Story of Seasons, Friends of the Great Kingdom. What um, a name. Apparently, this is a big anime. Um, so this is kind of like a like a farming simulation game. Right. Apparently, Dorimon is a big, big anime. So I, 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 I'm not up to date on my anime. Um, but this is this is apparently a like a spinoff of an anime. Um, but it'll be coming sometime this year. Uh, then we had another look at Minecraft Legends, uh, the story-driven Minecraft game. Um, it's coming to Switch, and it'll be sometime next year. We saw this during E3 or during summer games fest so it's kind of the same thing we saw before so yeah i gotta you know i feel like minecraft is gonna i mean kudos to them i guess for for being able to do this but they're basically just taking the minecraft name and just doing different kind of games yeah, off i mean they did dungeons with it and now they're doing this and this is basically like an rpg also yeah so they, they they did a dungeon crawler now they're doing an rpg now now all it needs a looter shooter and there we go. Every type of game, yeah. Uh, Dragon Quest Treasures, a spinoff of the Dragon Quest series. Um, it's coming to Switch on this December 9th. Yeah, I'm not into this. Yeah. Oh, are you, I mean, it, it, it's something, but it's. Not, I'd rather have a Dragon Quest 12, please. Um, Portal Companion Collection. So Portal 1 and 2 will be brought together um, in this port um, of the Did game. Did you ever play came- Portal? I did play a little bit of it. Um, I don't remember when, um, but I did play it. I never like, got really too into Portal. But uh, Did it hurt your brain? Yes. Um, so Portal and Portal 2, though, they'll be coming to Switch. So, again, the port of a game that came out on the Xbox 360. Hell no, this was to... Xbox original. Was this the original Xbox when Portal was on? Yes. Portal yes. 2 was Xbox 360. Yeah. The original Portal, yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, this is a game from... 2007. <laughs> so, getting the well, uh, that, be, that, that, that 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 might be number. Yeah, I guess that would be the first one. It was no. Yeah, the, the first, first one came out before then. Like it was like 2003. No, it's saying that it released on October 10th, 2007. Well, that's not right. Well, the 360 and the PlayStation 3. Well, that's a load of shit. I know it was on the original. I'll I'll figure it out. I swear it was. Go ahead. Keep going. Um, but yeah, so that's again, we're getting these old ports to the Switch. But hey, you know, if you're a big Portal fan and you want to play it on the go, you can both play it on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, Harvestella. Um, another farming simulation game. But what were the chances? We had two farming simulation games on the same Nintendo Direct. Yeah, that's um, that tells you tells you third parties, third party companies are. <laughs> All thinking alike here for the Switch. Uh, this will be out on November 4th. Again, not a really a game I'm going to be too super into. The Persona 5 Royal. Um, another remaster of this game. Uh, will be out on October 21st. Um, so- uh, this had a lot of people excited. You know, here's my thoughts on this. Because it also 3 and 4 are coming also. Yeah, and, at some point. And, um, you know, this the, they've never been on Nintendo consoles. This is a big Sega property. Uh, but these are mostly synonymous with PlayStation, and they're they're coming to Xbox also. But they're going to be on Game Pass, so you can play them for free. Um, but uh, yeah, so this coming to the Switch. So here, here's how I see it, and people are like, "Oh, I can't believe it." I feel like the people that have wanted to play these games have already been playing these games. Yeah. They're, they're, available, like, um, they're available elsewhere. So uh, if you're a big if you're a big Persona fan, I don't think you're really excited because you've probably already played them. So I don't really understand why everybody's all hyped up about this. But yeah, 
Um, but yeah, so that and that was the end of it. Was the was the uh, oh, and then update portal is available today. Uh, the portal companion collection it is available now. So if you if you're wanting to play it, it it's on the Switch store right now. Yeah, I got it on the 360. I think it's also on Game Pass, ain't it? Ah, it's. I mean, yeah, Portal is. As I said, like these games, and the same with Persona, Portal, all of these games that are coming to Switch that are really older. I mean, they're available elsewhere. So if you really want to play it, yeah. I mean, unless you the only console you have is Switch, you know. But if you have other consoles, there's not really a need to get it on the Switch because it is unless you just want to yeah, play it on the like go. I, be, the only reason would be if you want to play it when you're on vacation or whatever. Yeah, and like I said, the the, the only one that that people probably sh- could be excited for is the Persona Four, because that that one was only on the PlayStation Vita, which not a lot of people bought. Yeah. So that one was hard to get get your hands on and play. But now, so that one I could see, but you know. Um, but this was a way better Nintendo Direct than we were anticipating. Um, a lot of cool stuff was shown. A lot of stuff no one was expecting was shown. So, hey, man, I'm, I'm highly, uh, highly uh, happy with this Nintendo Direct, honestly. I, I, I didn't know what to expect going into it, but. Highly happy. Uh, I didn't know where that, I was going. I was gonna. I don't know. I don't know what I was. Gonna, I I lost what I was gonna say. So then I. Just I think happy. that is how we're gonna. That's how we're gonna rate stuff on this podcast. <laughs> the very best is highly happy. Highly happy is as high as it goes. <laughs> All right. Let's uh. Let's move on here, Ryan. Um. Let's see. We got any other video game news besides that? Um, uh, not really. Not nothing too big. Uh, nothing that really is like you know huge news. Um, eh, I mean that that's about there isn't a whole lot going on here in the world of video games other than Nintendo Direct. So um, yeah, the P oh the PlayStation uh the PlayStation State of Play that people are expecting will be coming is rumored to be centered around God of War. So we kind of expected that because yeah. that's the only game they have coming out, it seems like. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, that, that'll be something. That's, I, I'd kind of like to see new games, but whatever. I guess we'll get a, get a better look at what that's going to be. I feel like it's just going to look like the last God of War, but, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, um, um, I do... Yeah. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about W2K22 as the new DLC dropped. Um, the clowning around pack, as they call it. Um, you know what? You get the weirdest group of people in this uh, DLC. But I'm going to say right now, Doink the Clown is the funnest character I've ever seen in a wrestling video game. Um, there are some cool stuff you can do with him that is like exclusive to him. And the attention to detail for Doink the Clown is... There must be like someone who works for 2K... Is like a super big Dunk the Crown fan. Like, yeah. So in this game, if you don't know, there's a there's a like a payback, which is like their special abilities technically, and it's uh you can have someone like come help you in the match. Um, Dunk the Clowns is another Dunk the Clown will come out. It's the only time in this game where you have two of the same character in the ring, unless you have like two different characters. Uh, he will come out with a like a with like a fake arm like he did at like WrestleMania nine and he'll come out with a fake arm and then hit the person with it. That is the coolest thing, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, when you have something like that, you know, and, and the, the the people are going to go to that much detail on that, you know, you think that they would do that with the whole game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, that it, when they do something like that, it just it's cool and I like it. But it also just m- makes me a little bit angry that it's like, OK, I can see you're putting this much love into this. Yeah. Now, where is it for the rest of the game? Um, speaking of angry, that's a good segue, Nathan. I didn't mean to. But it was a good segue. Uh, people are a little bit angry with this drop as Ronda Rousey is involved in this DLC. Um, people are a little upset because as we all know, Ron, if you're a wrestling fan, Ronda Rousey's theme music is Bad Reputation by uh, Joan Jett. Um, so a little bit, little bit there. The, the song is in this game. Uh, that's not what this is about. But 
you can, this game, this song is not playable through like the jukebox, which is what plays. You cannot assign it to anybody else. It is, and if you change Ronda Rousey's like entrance, uh, it'll it'll like delete. Um, the only so it is only available for Ronda Rousey during for Ronda Rousey's default entrance is the only way that song is available in this game. That's very weird. Um, that's got people upset. Um, it's not really 2K's fault. I think that it, it was a licensing issue. I know it was in the last two games or the last game at least. But I think what happened was Ronda Rousey left and 2K wasn't sure if she was going to come back. And so they like let the license um, go. And then from all reports is that Dota B was very adamant about Ronda Rousey being added to this game. So she was added in very late in production. And I so I think they didn't really have time to get like a full licensing agreement for the song. So they probably got just a partial or that was the terms for the game is that it, you know, it's only available for Ronda Rousey's entrance, um, hmm. which is fine. Like, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Like a lot of people are making a big deal about it. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's just one song. I mean, I get it, but if you want someone else to have it, it kind of sucks. But I mean, I don't see it as that big of a deal, but the internet is exploding with it. Um, blaming 2K. And I don't really blame 2K for it. It's like I said, WWE really wanted her in this game and she didn't come back till January. So, like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's the cutoff. The game came out in, like, what, February, March? So, that's a short cutoff. So, they weren't sure, you know, if she was going to be in it. So, they weren't going to license that song. Because the game, that's the thing with licensing. Games and TV are two different licenses. So, WWE owns the license to use on TV. But 2K would have to also buy that license to use in the game. And they weren't going to spend money on a game, on a song that's probably not cheap. I'm going to say Joan Jett's probably not cheap with her license. <laughs> um, so they weren't gonna like spend the money on a on a song they weren't gonna know what they were gonna have in the game. So right. I mean, I get it. I again, it's not a big deal to me. Um, there's this weird glitch though with Ronda Rousey that I found that like if you do her Piper's pit, the referee will start counting like immediately, and then he gets stuck in the pin animation. I did a match with her, and oh. he was stuck. He was just sitting there like wanting the pin, just on his hands and knees, just sitting there, and it was like. For like a minute. <laughs> so, oh, 2K in their wrestling games. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's uh, my 2K let's, uh, let's go into some gaming history, Ryan. So, guys, we're going to talk about a game that I am pretty sure most of you may not know. Um, and it may be a game that, you know, you may want to pick up if you can find it. Um, we are talking the SNES Classic, Uno Racers. Um, I don't know if I'd go as far to say as classic. Um, and the this reason game, this game is more like a cult classic. You may <laughs> be wondering why we are talking about a game that most people never heard of, because there's an interesting backstory to this game. Well, not only that, but it's also a game that that you know. We played a lot because our parents didn't know what video games were, so they got us just this random game. So, so. Uniracers, if you don't know what it is, it is a unicycle racing game as you play as unicycles. Um, around a 2D track, you perform stunts, you race. Um, it was released on December 1994 for the SNES in North America, and then worldwide it released on April 27, 1995, where it was called Unirally, uh everywhere else. Um so the gameplay, you basically just race. There's different. It's a tracks. side-scrolling, side-scrolling side scrolling race, um, which is very unique. Yeah, it's more like Sonic. It plays more like Sonic the Hedgehog than it does a racing game. Yes, um, there are nine tours, uh, five tracks each, which is two races, two circuits, and one stunt. Two circuit uh, is just like a point-to-point race. Um, a race is laps, and then a stunt, you just do stunts for points is the difference. Um, so there's 45 total tracks in this game, which yeah. is crazy. It is crazy. They all kind of look the same a little bit, but they, they're the backgrounds, there's not much to them, but you really, they, they, you're going so fucking fast in this game Yeah, that if you had backgrounds, you'd probably throw up. Um, but uh, this, uh, this game is, is it's fun. It, it is uh, hard. Yeah. You have to beat the basically beat the game three times to beat it. Um, 
And, uh, but yeah, this game has a, an interesting backstory to it, Ryan, as, um, the character in this game, your little uniracer, your little uni, unicycle, unicycle. Yep. Um, it is, it is animated in a way that looks kind of like a cartoon character a little bit, the way, it, way it moves. And it's got, it, it's, it has some little funny animations to it. And it kind of looks, you know, it looks kind of 3d ish. It's kind of this game, you know, for being a game that was uh, not a people, a lot of people played. Yeah. It is one of the few games that's like Donkey Kong Country. It looks, yeah, it looks where, fantastic. Where it's like almost 3D ish. Yeah. And it's a very clean game. It does not, it does not have any slowdown. It doesn't, it doesn't have any frame rate issues. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't glitch out or nothing. Like it's, it's a very smooth game for as fast as the gameplay is. Yeah. Um, but with that animation, Ryan comes a little problem. Yep. And that little problem is right around this time that this game was coming out. Another company was coming out called, uh, called, uh, 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 Pixar. Pixar. Yeah. You might know them from, you know, the Pixar movies, the Disney movies. And, um, Apparently they had a little short, Ryan, because you know they had those shorts that they had. So this before movies. So yeah. it was it was called Red's Dream. Uh-huh. Um, it came out in 1987. So this was like one of their first. Uh, oh, okay. So this was this. I don't even know if this was released then. Yeah, this came out like seven, five years before Unirasers came out, but it was really short. It was only a four minute thing, um, and it was one of their first like actual thing. So. Way before any other movies. Yeah. Yep. And uh, but it's yeah, so cycle, so uh, whenever they saw the Uniracers game, they thought, wait a minute, that looks way too much like our unicycle in our little short. And uh, they sued them. Yep. Said they, said they couldn't use that. So what happened was Ryan. One of the other reasons why this game did not sell well, and also why a lot of people never picked it up. Is as soon as uh, that uh, Pixar won this lawsuit, which is crazy to me, by the way, because they're not one's a short film and one's a video game. Like, yeah, you see a lot of other stuff that look very similar and this never happened. So that's it's very bizarre. But they did win. So as soon as they won, all of all the copies of this game were pulled from stores. So. This is one of the few games where we know exactly how many video games uh, yeah. copies were yeah. made for this game. Uh, there was and, uh, there was only so, the initial launch. They sold there were three hundred thousand, and then that is it. So we know for a fact that there were only three hundred thousand Uniracers slash uh, Unirally games uh, made in the world. <laughs> yeah, and we got one. Yeah, we do. I didn't realize this game. When we had, you know, when we had it as a kid. I didn't realize we were playing like a like a freaking really kind of rare game. <laughs> um, I this is the first time I think, and I didn't know the backstory yeah. of this until we looked into it today. Um, and the reason we're talking about this is you were playing it, and so we kind of started talking about it. But I never realized that this had this back this kind of backstory. And this has got to be one of the first, like, one of the only cases where, like, I could also like that was one. Because, like, yeah, yeah, they're usually, similar. usually they just usually they just settle. Yeah. Yeah, they're similar, but it's a unicycle. They look a certain way. There's no other way to, like, yeah, bring to life a unicycle without it looking the same. <laughs> like. It's yeah, so, I, I, it is a very, very weird case. I don't know there. what kind I, of judge they had, but he apparently <laughs> just. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, overall, though, very weird story, but a very unique game. It actually plays really good. So um, I, the, I, I, I would uh, have everybody go out and try this game as either this. on an emulator or something. You should have this game. Um, also, one of the cool features is you can do a league mode which is allowed, you can go up to eight players to compete in one-on-run races. 
Um, there are 16 different colored unicycles, and each one comes with you can customize a name and its own unique save file. So right. like you can have 16 different names. We used to do that too, we name them all. Um, and then you can do a league with up to eight players, and you have one-on-one races. You race every single person, and then whoever wins the most wins. So you can have a lot of fun with this game. Um, it's not just a one-on-one one one person game. Um, you can do split screen two-player mode. So Again, it's a very underrated gym, forgotten, honestly, probably, just because of there was not that many. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you have a chance, if you see this in a store and or, you, you know, have another way of playing it, I'm not going to, you know, go it, you know, however you want to play it. I would definitely check this game out. Uh, it is a very fun game that I, I feel like most people would have a blast playing. It's just no one's heard of it because of the lawsuit from Pixar, which is insanity <laughs> that they actually won that lawsuit. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Ryan, you ready to switch over to the world of wrestling? Yeah, let's ring that bell. Let's get in the ring and let's talk some wrestling. Um, we're going to be talking Monday Night Raw and um, NXT today. Um, yeah. Which is, uh, but also before we get into that, WWE has signed a brand new talent. Um. A world, a woman from the world of MMA. Uh, this was rumored for a while, but it was officially announced today. Um, Bellator's Valerie Loreda has confirmed that she has signed a WWE uh, contract. She's only 23 years old, um, so, and she said huh. she's gonna. She's been at the Performance Center, and she said she's going to join WWE full time next month. So. All right. I don't know uh, much about this girl. Um, I don't either. I, so, she's not. I, she's not very well known. Um, she was. I feel like the, she's probably. She was on the U.S. Olympic Taekwondo team. Okay. Um, so and she she's four and one in her Bellator career. So I mean that's not terrible. But I guess she decided that MMA was not for her, and she was going to join the wrestling world. So. Interesting. Uh, also, in the world of news, I guess we should get some news stories out of the way. Uh, Sasha Banks, the latest on her is that this is crazy. This story is yeah. <laughs> well, it, the latest on her is that she's the, technically she has been released, uh, is what people are saying. But WWE's keeping it hush hush because they're trying to smooth things over with her. I don't know if they're trying to talk her out of it. And have her come back, or if they're just trying to smooth things over to where she doesn't bow and mouth them after she after they let her go. I don't know what's going on, but uh, apparently that's why we haven't heard much about it. Is WWE's keeping it on the down low for now? Yeah, that's why they haven't released a statement. Yeah, apparently they're they may be trying to bring her back. Um, again, this story goes back and forth every other day. So, but that's what I got out of it is they're trying to keep her at least on their good graces on their good yeah. side, I guess, and potentially bring her back down the road. I just, I really don't know if she's going to wrestle. I, I really think she might just try to go to do some movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, um, potentially on the AEW side, Ryan, people like being let go, uh, uh, people's contracts probably being run out is usually what happens on the AEW side is, uh, uh, Alan angels tweeted out, Looking to see what happens next. Looking for the future. So, yeah, and he re- he removed all AEW references from his social media, which, yeah, I would assume that means he's one of the. There was a report by Sean Ross Sapp saying that um, they are quietly letting more people have been quietly let go, but we don't know the extent of who. But Alan Angels is apparently one of them. Um, the Dark Order. Yeah, he was in the, the white people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, also uh, Chuck Taylor. Uh, deleted his a lot of his uh, tweets. Oh no! Oh, that so sucks so bad. Yeah. So, so it sounds like Chuck Taylor might. He also has not been seen on TV since uh, March uh, of this year. So I, he may also have been quietly let go. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, uh, <laughs> let's get into let's get into Monday Night Raw here, Ryan. Monday Night Raw, this was the return of John Cena. Uh, we kicked yeah. off the show with... For the, for the love of God, this show had a segment 
where they showed John Cena shit, and I swear it was like 30 minutes long. Uh, they start off with John Cena just walking around the arena, um, just talking to people. So I was, yeah, I was. They were way. I mean, there's. I, I get he's been around for 20 years, but son of a bitch. Um, so we kicked off the show with a good old fashioned battle royal. Winner goes to the money in the bank. This was called considered a. Second chance qualifier battle royal, even though most of these people never had a first chance qualifier. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, Yo, here's the deal. (laughs) You know, you have a chance to take Matt Riddle Mm -hmm. or Riddle. Yeah, he's not Matt anymore. And make him like he he he's got the potential to be the one of the biggest stars of the company. Because little kids like him, yep. teenagers like him, the hardcore wrestling world likes him because he wrestled for all these independent companies. Yeah, he's got it all. He's like the best of for everybody. He's got it all. He can be funny. He can be, be serious. serious. Yeah. He could fight Brock Lesnar in an MMA throwdown if they wanted to do that. Yep. Like he can do it. He can. He's, he is. It. And he's legitimate because he was an MMA fighter. So he's he's like. Yeah. And he's, he's got legitimate. the RVD factor. He's got the RVD factor where. Not just because he smokes weed, but because he's got the RVD factor where the fans really are behind him. Like they yeah. are really behind him. It's legitimate. And just, yeah. 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 So I don't understand why you would have him lose to almost. Just to and then have him and... in this, <laughs> and then have him win this battle. I just don't get it. I, I don't, I, 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 feel, I feel like, uh, I mean, he might win this thing. Like, I, as, well, as we found out in this battle royal, he does win this battle royal, right? Yep. Um, he's him and the Miz are the last two, which, oh boy, the Miz. Uh, they actually did pretty good, though. He made the Miz look pretty good um, here. Yeah. So, uh, Miz, it was down to Miz and Riddle. Miz faked the knee injury. Uh, he was on the outside of the ring. It was down to Riddle. The final four was Riddle, AJ, Miz, and Ricochet. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ won a ricochet. AJ goes on to the apron to go for the um, phenomenal forearm. Miz out of nowhere pulls him to the floor and eliminates AJ. And so now he is uh, he was very he was he was faking it the whole time. Um, Riddle oh, hits wait. Riddle hit the second rope DDT. Um, Miz actually hit him with the skull crushing finale, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, um, but. Riddle ends up hitting an RKO on the apron to eliminate Miz. So Riddle, like you said, is moving on to Money in the Bank, which means there is one spot left, right? Or all the spots been? Yeah, there's one spot left. There's supposed to be uh, Owens and Sand oh, and yeah. uh, uh, Owens and Elias were supposed to have a match, and I don't know what happened. Um. Yeah, so there's a storyline reason, apparently. Um, um, It said it was a minor situation. Um, So I I think he just like, he he tweeted out that he didn't want to go to Texas. (laughs) That's what it is. I don't know. There was something going on. Maybe he missed his flight or something. Um, They said it's not an injury or anything. So. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, so, so maybe they'll have it on SmackDown because oh, brands will. don't matter anymore. Um, so then we had Jey Uso versus Montez Ford. Uh, these guys, these teams will face off at um, Money in the Bank for the Titan titles. But before that, we had the messages for Cena and Daniel Bryan and Big Show were a part of these, which was pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Barrel was like, the news reports came out that Tony Khan okayed it. And I'm like, well, no shit. It's not like they just went on there on their own. Of course he yeah. had to, of course he had to okay it. <laughs> like it's not like Dana Bryan and Big Show is gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna do what we want. Um, but that was cool to see, and everyone's just basically talking about how great Cena is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's freaking ridiculous. This was a good match. Montez Ford ends up getting the win with the big frog splash, getting the momentum heading into money in the bank. Yeah. Um more John Cena stuff. Um, next week it'll be. We had a we had a backstage promo between 
Judgment Day and the Mysterios basically kind of hinting that they maybe wanted Dominic to join the, the team um, and basically called Ray a bad father and like, they're going to wrestle next week. Uh-huh. Um, Do you think he joins them or not? I they have teased so. Ray and Dominic breaking up for I mean, like two yeah. years. Yeah. Um, apparently, Logan Paul is going to come back. Um, and we had Miz talking about that. Uh, so that yeah. came out of nowhere. You know, he talked about how he was going to come back and wrestle again, uh, Logan Paul, on on talk shows and stuff. But they never mentioned him, and now all of a sudden, yeah. I don't know where they're mentioning him again. Yeah, I don't know. I guess Logan Paul's like, oh, I guess, I guess I'll come back. So that's probably going to happen at Survivor Series. Um, then we had Miz and AJ wrestle. They, you know, second time we've seen these guys. Um, <laughs> Miz just runs away. Another count out on Raw. AJ wins. They do this too many times for it to matter anymore. Yeah. Um, uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, we had another uh, Cena thing. Jericho was on this one. So, again, another AEW star. Um, Carmella and Belair just go face-to-face as they get ready for their match. Yeah, they really, they really made Carmella look good here. Yeah. <laughs> she was talking about how she's, like, not respected, and then she – you know, <laughs> ran away. <laughs> like, so, yeah. like, well, you're kind of proven why no one respects you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we had Liv Morgan versus Alexa Bliss. Um, why? I don't know. They're both in the Money in the Bank thing, so <laughs> I guess that's why. Yeah. These guys were teaming up two weeks ago, and now they're wrestling each other. Uh, Oscar was on commentary, and that was the funniest thing I've ever heard because she just kept repeating what people were asking her. It was great. I Corey Graves was talking to her and she just kept going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Liv Morgan ends up, though, with a uh, roll-up, of course, because it's Monday Night Raw. Liv Morgan wins, getting momentum, heading into Money in the Bank. Uh, then Vince came out. Vince talks about, it's John Cena, and then he leaves. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, two weeks, two weeks he's come out and talked about John Cena, and we already knew he was coming, so there's no reason for Vince know, to say stuff. I thought they had a little thing between him and Austin Theory or Theory in the back before he came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought for sure something was going to happen during this promo, but no, he just came out and talked and left. It was yeah, like he was retiring, really but he wasn't. Yeah, it was like, really weird. He was talking like he was going to retire, but then he goes, I'm not going to leave. Like He goes, he goes, I'm not sure when you'll see me in the ring. He said, I'm not saying he won't. He just doesn't know when it'll be. And then he just kept talking, and then, then he left. And I was like, what was this? I thought we were going to lead to something. But it was basically him just saying thank you to the fans for 20 years, essentially. So. This whole episode was stupid. Yeah. Uh, then we had a two-on-one handicap match. Lashley versus uh, Alpha Academy. Uh, Lashley, way to put over a tag team. Um, actually wins. Yeah. Uh, he did, though, do an electric chair to Otis, which was fucking crazy. <laughs> that was nuts. Uh, then he put Gable in the hurt lock. Uh, Theory then ran out um, because they are wrestling at Hell in a, at Survivor Series, and then uh, Lashley uh, takes him out, too. And then an interview with Cody. I haven't seen him in a little bit. Uh, Cody Rhodes just talks about how they told him he's going to be out nine months. Um, but he said he doesn't plan on being out that long. <laughs> but he also said that he wants, kind of wants, he's not rooting for anybody, but, you know, if Rollins were to win, um, Rhodes said he'd be the first one to congratulate him. So, so I don't know. It could be interesting. Uh, yeah. uh, then we had Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop versus Nikki A.S.H. for Xia Lee versus Tamina Snuka versus Shayna Baszler in another second chance elimination qualifier match. That was a lot to say. Um, but, uh, yeah, this was chaotic. And, uh, well, I mean, Becky wins. Yay. <laughs> Becky the crowd Lynch, was cheering her the whole time. Yeah, Becky basically eliminated like everybody. Yeah, I mean, how was that not a face match? Like, how was that not her being a face? Like, she dominated. 
Yeah. Uh, we also had Liv Morgan and uh, Alexa Bliss with a very awkward segment where Liv tried to like I, I they're supposed to be both faces, right? I assume so. But yeah, they're just being catty to her towards each other, and I was like, okay, because and it was all very awkward. Women hate each other. Yeah, and it was very awkward, and it didn't work. And then the match didn't work that well either. We had a Monday Night Roll up. Yeah, and, with uh, uh, Liv getting the win, and that was Yay. all. That was pretty much all. They did not a lot on the show. Um, basically, a lot of Cena that led to nothing. So yeah, it was sure dumb. What was the point? But to NXT, we are one week. Next week will be a very special episode. NXT will be the Great American Bash special. Uh, this week, we had uh, a lot of uh, interesting matches and a lot of interesting stuff happened. Kicked it off with a number one contender for the women's tag team titles as Katana Chance and Caden Carter took on Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez. Um, Chance and Carter really not really look acting heels, but a lot more physical than they usually are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they they were they were basically the heels in this match. This was a very good match. Um, Katana Chance so athletic, it's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. She can do some shit that I have never seen before. Um, she does like these flips and this stuff, and it just looks so like pretty. <laughs> like I mean, it's so smooth. Um, but in the end, it was a roll up. Um, well, it wasn't really a roll up. It was her. Perez hit her pop rocks, um, but it was basically a counter. So um, so Perez and Jade are the number one contenders, and they will get wrestled next week for the titles at Great American Bash. Um, we then cut to the back where the Creed brothers and Ivy Nile are walking, are working out. Then Joe Gacy and the Dyad walk up to them. Um, Gacy basically said that the Creeds don't appreciate, they said that Roderick Strong doesn't appreciate the Creeds. Um, but he said he would welcome them into his family. Um, basically, the Creed Brothers turn him down. Roderick Strong walks in, and it leads to a that they're going to wrestle a six-man tag tonight. Mm-hmm. Then your favorite wrestler, Giovanni Vinci, was in the ring as he takes on Ikeman Jiro. Yeah. Uh, Vinci's entrance is ridiculous. <laughs> it is so dumb. Um. Vinci did a springboard tornado DDT, which was insanity. Um, it looked very awesome. Um, this was basically a beatdown from the very beginning. Jiro got a couple moves in, but this was basically Vinci just destroying Jiro. He hit the big set out power bomb and he gets the win. And then after the match, he says, It won't be great American great American bash cannot happen without him. And then he posed and smiled. Mm-hmm. Um so then uh, Trick Williams and Carmelo Hayes are being interviewed. Um, Grayson Waller interrupts, and he has, like, a bunch of autographs and for them to sign. Um, and uh, he signs everything and uh, walks off. This will lead to something later. Josh Briggs and Jensen walk out. The brand-new NXT UK Tag Team Champions, by the way. If you didn't watch that show, they did win the Tag Team titles. They're in the ring uh, talking about you know how they won how they won the titles, and then a USA chant starts for no reason, whatever. It's like, hey, we beat the UK because <laughs> NXT fans are ridiculous. Yeah, um, but this leads to uh, the uh, this leads to uh, pretty deadly walking out. Uh, pretty deadly basically said they have dismerched the tattoo titles that they raised and made prestigious. They said they held those titles for 287 days, and they want to went them back to restore the prestige. Um, and then they have a little oh. beat down, and then uh, Briggs and Jensen clear the ring. So I guess they're going to wrestle at some point. This is the first time, I think, since NXT, very few times, that they've actually acknowledged NXT UK exists on this show. Especially yeah, since yeah, they, they 2.0. Like, they very rarely acknowledge it, and now they got the tattoo champions over here. Yeah, I'd, I'd, and I deal. They haven't. They haven't said anything about any of the other people that have been on NXT UK. Yeah. So I don't know because, like, we've had a number of people that are yeah. on NXT 2.0 and oh, NXT Flash UK. Legend of uh, Von Wagner, uh, Damon yeah. Pre- Prince or Damon, whatever his name is, he's on that Damon show. Damon Kemp. 
Damon Kemp's on that show yeah. almost every week. Yeah, so it's really weird that they yeah brought the tag team titles with them and everything. I I don't know. Maybe this is a part of Triple H. You know, he did have that thing where he said he the meeting he said if he's back, maybe he's gonna try to make it all one thing again and make it feel more. Maybe maybe he's gonna do his. Maybe oh maybe we'll get more you uh, NXTs, Ryan. It made it all happen. <laughs> maybe Triple H is finally gonna get his thing. I doubt that. NXT Japan. Um, I don't know, but yeah, so this is weird just to see them actually. And if that title match happens on NXT, that'd be weird, yeah, because that'd be the first time I think that's happened. They've had like Mm -hmm. the UK title on NXT before, but they the other titles never existed in this country, (laughs) like they just like (laughs) so. I don't know what's gonna happen here. Could I don't know again, this could be the end of NXT UK, you never know. Um, the next matchup is. Uh, Kiana James and Indy Hartwell. Yeah. Um, hey, honestly, having Brooks and Jensen win the NXT Tag Team Titles kind of is the end of NXT UK, in my opinion. Just <laughs> they don't fit in over there, do they? <laughs> no. Um, what I thought was going to be an Indy Hartwell squash match ended up being Kiana James cheating to get the win. Yeah. So Kiana James put her feet on the ropes, gets the leverage, and beats Indy Hartwell, who I thought was going to challenge for the NXT top women's title, but apparently not. So I don't know where she goes now. <laughs> um, then we had Nathan, we called it. Um, or you called it. We cut the Tony D'Angelo and Stacks. They're on a bridge. Um, and he talks about how he, he gave somebody everything, and he broke his heart, and now he's sleeping with the fishes. So, yes, Troy Two Dimes is dead. <laughs> yeah. and then uh he oh, had boy. he had a watch that he gave the two dimes and he threw it in there and he, and he he had the watch and he threw it into the river so yeah i tell you what <laughs> let's just go ahead and then uh hire us to write the show that's what i say um and then uh and then santos escobar uh is uh calls him and he throws his phone in the river as well so then we had the six-man tag, the Diamond Mine versus Joe Gacy in the Dyad. I still have no idea how the Dyad even wrestle. Um, I don't know how they see at all. Yeah, I, I don't know how it's working, but uh, I assume it's I, – I think it's Grizzly Young Veterans. They wrestle – I say wrestle. Basically, all they do is punch and kick because they can't do a fucking move at all because they can't see and they can't, like, move at all. So <laughs> they don't do much in the ring. Um, they don't wrestle like GYB, but they got the same kind of build, so I assume it's them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, this match ends with the Diet and Joe Gacy um getting the win. They do do a double team DDT. That's the only move they did this whole match. Um, so Strong gets in this match. Strong got into it with the uh, with the uh, Creed brothers, so leading to some dissension. Mm-hmm. Um, Trick Williams and Carmelo are leaving. T- McKenzie walks out and says, um, hey, she asks Hayes about defending his NXT North American title against Grayson Waller next week. And Hayes is confused and says, why would I have the match? And she says, you both signed the contract, which means Grayson Waller tricked him into signing a contract. So they're going to wrestle next week for the title. Interesting. Sanga and Zion Quinn. I snoozed during this one. Uh, Songa wins. Yeah, this was, that was a boring match. Uh, we had a Windy Chew promo. Not doing yeah. Um, It was announced that next week um, it's going to be Damon Kemp and Roderick Strong versus the Creed Brothers for the NXT Tag Team Titles. Nah. And your main event of the evening. Uh, well, the main match. Uh, we had a Main match of the inning was Nikita Lyons versus Mandy Rose. Uh, non-title match kind of came earlier when I didn't know it was going to a match. When Nikita Lyons like, said she was coming for the title, but I didn't think it was going to lead to a match tonight. Um, yeah, Nikita, Lyons, crazy. Nikita Lyons looks good for being back after her injury. She wasn't out very long. Um, no. But she, she looked good. 
Um, I missed her on my screen, so I was very uh, happy to see these two wrestle each other. Uh, I was glued to the TV screen. <laughs> um, Nikita Lyons wins by DQ after Dolan and Jane rush the ring. Um, but then uh, Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade make the save, and they clear the ring. Um, so yeah, so there you go. And then uh, we had another Cruz promo where he was talking with, with Solo Sokoa. Uh, it's weird. I don't know where they're heading with this goddamn storyline. And then we, no had, we had the main, uh, main event was basically uh, Cameron Grimes and Ron Breaker talking as they wrestle next week for the title. Um, yeah. Uh, the I don't one, know. I, I'm pretty sure Braun Breaker's just going to win this match. But um, So what happened was they got into it. Um, Grimes kind of um, Braun kind of makes fun of his dad. Um, he said that his dad didn't have heart, which is why he was never a world champion. Which pissed Braun off. He decks him, threw him a bit high in the air. Um, Grimes is in the corner and Braun runs into the corner. Grimes moves and he breaks the top turnbuckle. Um, and then uh, basically Grimes looks away. I think he may have turned heel here a little bit. Um, but then he he kind of basically tells the officials, hey, make sure he's okay for next week because I want him 100% when I beat him. So and that's how the show went off the air. So big show next week. Uh, at least three championship matches. Uh, the NXT women's and men's tag titles and the NXT title will be on the line. And the United States yeah. title, or North American title. So four title matches next week. Right. So, um, yeah, I... Obviously, they had... Uh, Grimes, Cameron Grimes, I tell you what, they. I hope Triple H can turn him back into what he was because he. I honestly don't know what he is anymore. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if he's back to being a heel. This was kind of like a heel promo, but he still was like being a face. So I, I don't know. But he's definitely not doing the shit he was doing. Yeah, he's not the funny to the moon anymore. No, let's, uh, let's finish this off with a let's finish this off with a dynamite preview here, Ryan. Um, this, I, this, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. This is gonna sell you on the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me, Nathan. All right, Ryan. Are you ready for the? Are you ready for this? What what we're gonna have on this show? Yes, tell me. Christian Cage promo again. Woohoo! Again. <laughs> All right. We got we got we got Jade Cargill beating some chick that Woo! I don't know who she is. Hell yeah! Yeah, we got. Fuck! I forgot what the other. Oh, we got the blood and guts match, which is probably gonna take an hour. Yeah. And then we also have, uh, oh, what was the other match? It was a banger. I got, I got to look it up real quick. Oh, I see it. I see. Yes. Cassidy versus Ethan Page. Yes, that's that's a dynamite match. Yes. Um, so that's yeah. So that's yeah, what's been announced. Was, so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Man, other than the blood and guts, that sounds like a sh- and even blood and guts, I'm not really looking forward to because I don't like these big multi-man fights. Um, so this is going to be an interesting show. Uh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, we'll definitely have thoughts about that coming up on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's gonna that's gonna wrap this up. Uh, this was uh, dynamite's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we will we will catch you on Saturday morning, 6 a.m. for the next episode, episode six of High Scores and High Spots. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Sabri ENT for all the latest. Email us at Sabri ENT, the number one, at gmail.com for all business inquiries or just to say hi. Um, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. As always, hit the like, hit the subscribe, share it with your friends. For Nathan, I am Ryan, reminding you to always hit your spots and set your scores. Later.